Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. This is Super South, your Highlanders rugby fix. Thanks to SBS Bank, proud official banking partner of the Highlanders, helping Kiwis with their banking needs for generations. And shop the biggest health and beauty brands in-store or online at the lowest prices every day at Chemist Warehouse. This is SENZ and uh, Super South uh, with uh, Super Goldie. G'day, Jeff. How you doing, mate? Um, I'm feeling super today. You're I'm looking just super. Hoping, well, I'm just hoping, I'm hoping I'm feeling super on Friday night at about... 9.30. Yeah, well, I mean, it's a... That might, that might even be extra time. Maybe just 10 past 9 would be good. Yeah. Be, hopefully it hasn't got to extra time. And that would just be... That would be too hard. Well, it'd, it'd be, be a game hard. that I think both teams will look at and go, this is... that We can win this. I should hope so. Yeah. I should hope the Islanders think about it that way. But I, I don't doubt that uh, Moana Pacifica will yeah. go down to Dunedin going, you know what, we've already proven we can compete and win. And we're playing against a team who's, you know, clearly clearly hasn't managed to find a way to win a game yet. But, I mean, the Highlanders, they wouldn't have targeted this game in any way, shape or form. I think they'll just know and be prepared now, I would say, that they'll have to play well mm. to get it done and play well for significant amounts of time. And Moana, I think, will go in with maybe an attitude of, you know what, um, we are good enough to win this game. Uh, we've just got to be a little bit more consistent in some key areas, and, and particularly up front. But... You know what? Um, they'll get on a plane. Uh, they'll probably be happy to go back to Dunedin and, mm-hmm. and play inside the stadium. And uh, you know they were they were good against the Crusaders down there and have another crack. The interesting thing for me will be to see who starts at ten because Tony Brown we had him on on the rugby run on um, Sunday with Marshy, and he said all the right things about you know Mitch Hunt this Mitch Hunt that da 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 da. But he made some crucial errors for a guy who's supposed to be. I would imagine someone that Tony can lean on. He's the experienced leader of the back line outside of um, Aaron. Um, chances, this is must win, right? So chances that Marty Banks starts at 10. Uh, no, I would still be surprised. Uh, I think if you look at um, you look at Mitch, and, and there were a couple of critical moments that he missed. And I think if you look at and listen to Brownie after the game, clearly frustrated, disappointed, Missed opportunities once again. Um, Melt felt maybe they didn't get some of the rub of the green, but mm-hmm. but in saying that, they had their chances to win it. I, I think he's feeling not just with Mitch, but a lot of the players that there's there, there's a weight on them right now, and I, and you get that as a player. I've been there. The desperation when you're knowing you you need a win, you're actually probably doing enough in terms of putting yourself in a position to win and not nailing it. And Mitch just just missed a couple of key. Opportunities which released the pressure valve for the Crusaders, mm. and and led to them missing out. You know, and, and he knows those moments. He knows 
that he has to find a way to rectify that. But I don't think the answer right now is, is to go to Marty Banks. Um, you still want to play the style of football, I believe, that Mitch Hunt can deliver. Uh, and the rest of the team is, is starting to deliver. The, the dynamic, what was interesting, was what Falau Fakatava brought in that last 20 minutes. It was a glimpse of what we'd seen a couple of seasons ago. The trouble is... You're not going to play him at the expense of Aaron Smith, are you? No. Really? I mean, this is we're talking about the most inf- influential Highlander for me behind Ben Smith. The Smith and Smiths, you know, they have done mar- marvelous things. The competitiveness, the leadership, all the things he knows how to win. Aaron, you're not going to take that off. But probably their next best attacking weapon is the reserve halfback. Yeah, you know, in, in terms of how they can expose the opposition. So that to me is where. You know, and we're going to catch up soon with um, Thomas Umanga Jimson, and you know we're hoping I'm, he'll be able to tell us how close he is, and and if, if it's this week or next week, and because he was an important piece of the puzzle for them. He was very important. I mean, you know, I think he was before he got injured. He was probably their best player um, and the season, and probably the key midfielder too in the competition. Oh, I'd say Shannon Frizzell was still being their standout from yeah. from start to finish, but I think when Thomas started playing, he showed exactly how he was going to help this team be better and win. Getting over the advantage line, carrying strongly, looking for his support, a constant threat for the opposition. So if he's still in the mix, uh, if he's back in the mix, sorry, that'll be helpful. If he's not, um, it'll be up to the guys uh, once again whether uh, Denny Solomon gets more of a role. Maybe it's off the bench once again. Look, he hasn't played a lot of rugby coming back here to New Zealand, so still getting up to speed. But once again, though, you know, and remember, I think if you go back... And I hang on to a lot of things, because you do when you're trying to find a win. Mm. If you think about the Chiefs' difficulties last year, you think about the margins that they were falling short on, very similar margins. Getting close in games, losing them in the last moments, not being able to get across the try line, conceding points late, they're in a very, very similar place. Um, They've just got to find the little bit of magic uh, that the the Chiefs found. Um, Is it a must-win? I think in the context of putting themselves... Uh, in in a position to to push on to be a playoff team, it probably is. Mm. You know, um, you've only got you know the six games uh, from the uh, across the Tasman. You've got to play uh, three of those away from home, so you can't take any of those for granted. Particularly now, you know, I was critical early on in the competition of the Reds and Brumbies, mm. and well, actually no, the Australian teams, but the Reds and Brumbies have shown some really nice improvements. And Hooper being back for the Waratahs. He's a, he's a he is a generational player for the for Australian rugby, and he's has made a bit of a difference. Yeah, and the force too have come on. I think. Yeah, they're niggly. They're yeah. niggly. I think once again, though, I think that the, they can't quite. I don't think they can quite match up with the New Zealand sides. The other thing that I th- I'm really looking forward to for Friday night is because you know it's and we live in that professional environment of rest rotation. You know, da da da. You never you know, and coaches are always play things close to their chest, so you never know who they really think their best team is. I think given that both coaches will go, there's a win here, we're probably going to see the best team available from both and we'll get a bit of a steer on where they think, what they think. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't know if the Highlanders have got too many discussion issues to have and, 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 uh, around that in terms of the, who they're going to put together. Uh, I think it's been pretty clear-cut in a lot of their positions who's been standing up and the balance they have on their bench and, and, and where their experience is. And I think the, the, the real unknown... You know, uh, and and you know we understand that there has been some challenges, some COVID challenges once again in the Moana Pacifica squad, mm. and so you, you you're in that unknown of how players are going to recover because everyone is clearly different. You know, and you and you don't want to have this conversation 
forever, right? Yeah. No one, we, we all don't want this conversation. We're over it. We're all, you know, feeling it every day. But in terms of an athlete and responding, every single individual is going to find getting out there and playing at the highest level whenever they come back different. And so whether it affects both of these squads in different ways, um, deep and late in the games, and to key players, once again, you know, your, your guys, your experienced guys, if they're the ones that you have to take off, how does that hurt your on-field performance? Now, something else that uh, isn't Highlanders-centric but has just been a big talking point in the competition uh, has been the red cards of late. Particularly, there's two that I want to talk about. One was last, not last week, in the weekend before, when uh, Tom Banks was coming across in cover against the force, and uh, who was it? Was it Pulu, the, the force winger? Tony Pulu. Yep, yep. Um, and he, he stepped into him. like So for me, that's the ball carrier instigating contact, right? Because Tom Banks still had time to measure what he did in that situation, but that was taken away from him to yep. an extent. That's one. What's the other yeah, one? The other one is Caleb Clark. Uh, can you now no longer jump in the air to charge a ball down? Look, uh, on the breakdown on Sunday night, I wasn't on, I was working the game in Wellington, but I asked them to show the footage of CJ Stander yep. colliding with Pat Lambie. Pat Lambie hasn't played since. It was charging a kick down. He was in the air. You couldn't control the space he was landing in. And uh, this is really unfortunate for Caleb, and I get it. Um, you know, his his disbelief with the fact all I was trying to do was charge the ball down. But for me, he couldn't control the space he was going into or where he was going to land. So once you jump in, in the game, and people will say, well, what about when you're, you're contesting a ball in the air? Well, the defender, first and foremost, has the duty of care, if they can't quite time it right, for the guy who's receiving. In this case, the ball carrier has a line he can run to chase his kick. You can't interfere with that line. You know, so he would have he jumped into that space. Unfortunate. The disappointing thing for me about this scenario with Caleb, and we'll get to the Banks one in a minute, is that because of the what they set for Nepo Lalala and Shiloh Klein at three weeks, they're not comparable offences. No. So you can't surely you can't give Caleb Clark three weeks for this. But if you don't, the next time it happens, you go, well, you are here and he got one week, two weeks. So I think we're at this really difficult situation now that I think maybe we haven't been hard enough on some things that are controllable yep. versus this here was reckless versus, you know, we would you know, we'd have to say they're in a different category. The Banks one, he was at no point operating at a speed where he could control the collision. You know, in the end, that's your responsibility. And, and don't get me wrong, Stepping into the contact, you know the contact's coming. But more importantly, in our day, guess what I do if I'm covering tackle? I go low, the guy falls over the line and scores the try, and everyone's happy. Yeah. The emphasis our coaches put on the players to smash people, to absolutely obliterate them, I think has led to Banks going, and well, the only way I can stop him scoring here is I have to hit him with everything I've got. Not only do I get my head in a bad position, I put him in danger, whereas in the fact we find all manner of ways now, in my view, in this game, to tops to stop tries being scored. We find, you know, we imagine things. I think from time to time, mm. we're looking for a reason not to be scored. This is an action where Tom Banks, in reality, the all likelihood of that, you know, if he'd gone low and he'd knocked the ball out from behind like it happened to me, I get it, right? Mm. Yeah. But if he'd just gone low and he tackled and scored, the the chances of him top stopping that try and stopping it safely were minimal. 
you know. Um, and so for me, um, we can't have head-on-head contact. It is a non-negotiable in the game. This is what we're trying to protect our size from. World Rugby, tell us. I'm sorry I'm going on a rant here because I'm very strongly about this. Yeah. No, that's right. This is the example that our families and kids watch and they go out there and, and they're thinking, that's the way I should play the game. Well, I'm sorry. That's not how we want this game to go. Because there is a certain amount, and this is, is my my point of view, is that you've got 110 metres by 55 metres of grass. You've got 30... Some fields. Some fields. You <laughs> if got, you're in Invercargill South, then it's only about <laughs> 58 metres wide. When they had a great Ford pack, when they had the Ranfilly Shield, I measured it when I was yeah. coaching North Harbour. Yeah. This is very narrow. What's Hold going on, what's on going on here? I had to put my wings in the first row of the stand. <laughs> it was the only way they were open. Very smart, though. I tried to get them to do it at North Harbour Stadium, and they wouldn't do it for no, me. No. Wouldn't, wouldn't bring it in. That's why my defence was bad. Anyway, no, carry on. Yeah, no, carry on. So, so um, yeah, the, the point being that, uh, you know, you've got 30 blokes out there running at pace with intent in opposite directions. There is going to be accidental collisions. It is a contact Hold sport. on, hold on. What you just said... Did, in, in opposite directions, right? Yeah. Whereas in the past, okay, the, the you weren't asking the defence. like and, and, and I don't like the back in my day. Mm. The, us back in my days don't want to talk about it like that. But in terms of create, there are enough games in our, there are enough collisions in our game for there to be a physical element to it. The fact there still has to be an element of protection for players, you know, there has to be that. And if you don't, then all of a sudden we won't have a game. Yeah, well, I mean, and, but, but that is my point, is that you don't have to litigate every challenge out of, you know, you don't have to but punish the, everybody for any, but just because there's a physical but, contact. But there's 200 tackles made a game. Mm. You're telling me that's not enough context? There's how many rucks in a game? How many malls in a game? Yeah. You know, like, to, to say, if, or if you take that out, it's not rugby. No, I mean, one of the things, and, and um, Ian Heppenstall is the media manager for, um, and had, had quite a lot to do with basketball. And yep. basketball's got a, and I think this is a very good idea, is the fact if you can't, Jump and land in the same space you're occupying, then it shouldn't be legal. So if you so if you get under a high ball and go up and down in the same space, no problem, right? Because to your point, there is no collision. Yeah. So if you can control, because you know the the space you jump from, there shouldn't be anyone in that space, and so you should be protected. Going well, I'm going up and down. I mean, and that's why you think about it in the line out. If everyone goes up and down straight in their own space, we don't get the collision. Whereas someone jumps into your space, what do they do? Yeah. They penalise it. So I think that's quite a nice. It's a quite a nice way of thinking about it. If you're going forward, going well, I still want to up in the air, right? So mm. it's no different, right? When a kickoff happens, and the winger's chasing Hardy, and he just jumps and launches himself at the guy who's already up in his own space, who's been lifted, but he plays him in the air, and you're going, well, is that safe? No, it's not safe. You know, like it's one of those things. Oh, but I was trying to play the ball. Were you really, really? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and it's, so it's, if you can if you can come down in your, your own space now it will it may change some things in the game right and particularly all of a sudden the cross kick might not be quite as effective because you're running and jumping in a lot of cases but it doesn't mean you can't get there and go up in the air and get off two feet and you know if you can control that um, it may mitigate the collisions we're having but if you take the risk and you're still entitled to mm. but if you take the risk you should know the consequence yeah there you go uh, your thoughts on that you can uh, send us a text on the temper bed post who's the uh, first person that's going to text and, and say I'm gone soft uh, probably Dave
I'm yep. going to say. And he's not wrong. I've been soft always. <laughs> no, it's not, I haven't gone soft. I've always been soft. <laughs> double eight, double three. That is a temper bedpost uh, text machine. Uh, Flingers text. Or you can call us 0800 1508 11. Up next, though, Thomas Umaya Jensen's going to join us out of Highlanders. Super South on SENZ. SBS, a customer-owned New Zealand bank, proud to be at the heart of our communities. And joining us out of the Highlanders community is uh, Thomas Umaya Jensen. G'day, Thomas. How are you doing? Yeah, good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, good, thanks, mate. How's the shoulder? Yeah, shoulder's good. Um, uh, it's just my groin at the moment. I'm just um, trying to rehab and get back from that. So, yeah, but everything else is all good. Yeah. So, Thomas, how far away do you think you might be? How you, you know, Obviously, I'm clearly hopeful. I'm in the studio, and I've got my cheese cutter on, <laughs> my issue cheese cutter. I've been running through my jerseys. I'm looking for a change of fortune. How far away are you? When can I count on you being back out there? Yeah, so I'm back training uh, this week and hopefully um, available selection um, against the Hurricanes next week. So, yeah. All right, that gives um, me hope. That gives me yeah. hope, mate. Uh, look, let's talk about it. Um, inside the environment, how's everyone, how's everyone feeling? Obviously, another disappointment of the weekend. How did everyone come back to Dunedin? Yeah, it's a bit, um, I think, I feel for the boys, it's a bit frustrating for them because, you know, we, we did a lot of great things um, during the last two games, but. I guess it's just those little moments that we haven't been um, have been winning um, that's kind of letting us down. And um, but you can see from the last few games we're not far off, eh? So um, it's just nailing those key moments. And um, yeah, hopefully, hopefully the next eight games we can um, nail all those moments to get all those wins. So yeah, yeah. When you went off against the Blues, when you that was a shoulder injury, wasn't it? it wasn't a groin injury? No, it was a, it was a groin injury. Yeah, ah. um, yeah, it was a bit of a surprise to me. I thought. Um, it was a bit of a difference, eh? Changing the body uh, from the upper body to the lower body. But yeah, no, it's um, a bit of a difference, eh? I mean, and, and let's talk about your season to date because, you know, you, you got off to, when I say slow start, your opportunities came after a couple of weeks. Coming into the season, everyone was talking about you, you, were, you were looking big, you know, powerful. Had that, been, had that been a focus for you, in effect? And had you actually gone and, and, and put on quite a bit of condition? Uh, yeah, I guess it was just to kind of like protect myself because um, a lot of my injuries have been through, um, I, I guess, through my shoulders. And um, I guess at the level of um, the physicality at Super Rugby is, um, is way different compared to minor 10. So I just wanted to put some muscle on just to kind of help protect myself against, um, you know, all the, the physicality. And um, I guess the way I play is quite um, aggressive and physical. So, like, it goes hand in hand. So, yeah, I guess that was... Um, um, my things and my thoughts, and I guess the um, the uh, trainers' um, input as well. Is that when they get really excited, trainers? Like when they when they hear a player needs to get bigger, and they just all of a sudden go, "Yes, <laughs> I can't wait to get my yeah. hands on them." And then it's a matter of do the protein powder companies just give it the old "Here we go, baby"? And who's paying for that stuff? Yeah, I guess um, yeah, we got some trainers down south that are pretty um, they're pretty into their um, what they do. So now they're very happy in in terms of conditioning me, or oh, conditioning everyone in terms of like trying to get big. And uh, the protein powder, oh, I, I don't know. I think the, the nutritionist handles that. So uh, hopefully that comes out of the Highlanders. Hey, <laughs> you're, not, you're hoping you're not seeing an invoice at the, at the end of the season. Hey, look, um, yeah. we were just talking about it. Uh, Moana Pacifica are coming uh, down to. Um, Dunedin, uh, and and they've shown some really positive signs already. They've got their first win under their belt in terms of Super Rugby. What is it, you guys? I mean, 
is it is it easy to sit down and predict what they're going to bring, and how do you counter that? Yeah, I guess from like the last couple of games, of, or like the last few games they've played, they've been, they've been very physical and um, they've lasted the whole eighty. So it's just, I guess, weathering the storm and like um, just like trying to match it, if not try to avoid it. But um, <laughs> I guess you know, like they, they got some, they got some big runners, they got some big hitters, so. Uh, it's, it's just coming with the mentality obviously gives them the respect um, they deserve and but um, just try and match it or yeah, you know like have a game plan around it so, no. oh, I love that game plan of avoiding it that was my big game plan let's <laughs> yeah, just yeah. avoid that right Thomas that's, that's the whole point of the game was to not get tackled is to not go in there and so you know look like you say um, key moments critical moments um, but in terms of morale because we and I've been in sides where it's been Challenging and and uh, you know I, I bumped into Roger Clark actually yesterday, uh, yesterday up here in Auckland the, the CEO the boss down there and he said you know he oh, was yeah. with the team afterwards and he 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 said there's still there's still that real optimism and positivity coming out of the environment is that what you're sensing as well? Yeah yeah we, you know there's a great bunch of lads down the Highlanders and they keep it fresh keep it light and um, and I think everyone knows that you know we're not far off and. Um, you know, it's just like um, hopefully, just the next game we play is just going to be that key switch for all of us, and then hopefully we just get on a good run. So, yeah, yeah, it's um, the morale's still high, and and the boys, there's still a lot of belief um, between the boys. So, and I'm excited for um, you know the next um, the next weeks to come. You know. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's good. I, I'm, I'm glad you've given me a new term to use because I, I go and see my grandfather who's uh, in his 90s now and every time I see him, he, he, he rubs my stomach and says I look prosperous. So I can say, I can just say that's my conditioning. <laughs> the conditioning. It's conditioning right there. Yeah, my protein powder is called pies. I don't know if you've heard of those. Um, but Thomas, thanks very much for coming on, mate, and having a chat. Uh, hopefully we can see you out there against the Canes uh, next, uh, next week, mate, because uh, it'd be good to see you back because you've had a great season so far and I think you've been one of the standout midfielders of, of Super Rugby this season. Thanks for joining us, mate. Oh, cheers, mate. Thank you. And it's uh, Thomas Umanga Jensen here on Super South with SBS Bank, proud official banking partner of the Highlanders, helping Kiwis with their banking needs for generations. So, so I'm with you. Mm. When, he, when he walked off, I thought it was he was holding, but but I think I think it would like might you say it, yeah. it was actually just ginger. It yeah. was ginger, you know, and and. Um, that was against the Blues, and he'd been playing so well. Um, look, I, I can't say enough positive things about, enough positive things about how we got a taste of what's possible with him. Mm. Um, and everyone, and Brownie was the same, telling me coming into the season, but not just this season. Um, Ken Laban, uh, Fauna loves the the way that he plays the game. He talks about loving the, the physical nature of it. But you were seeing he was he was making line breaks. Like line breaks through contact, yeah. Not not through holes, but through contact and accelerating through. Really nice footwork, um, and and you know he he's bulked up and clearly bulked up to protect some challenges he's had in the past through his shoulder area. So look, it's nice to hear that he'll be back out there. Disappointing, not quite this weekend. See what I love about the honesty there too, Ricardo as well. Yep. He could quite easily have. I don't want to. Yeah, you know, let's, let's keep them guessing. Yeah. No, 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 no. We're not hiding anything. It's the fact I'm rehabbing. I'm hopeful to be ready and back training. I'm back for next week. You know, yeah. I don't know if Brownie will agree with that, but but <laughs> I don't know, Brownie would have told us that. But some places wouldn't. It'd be like, oh, don't tell them anything. Yeah. Down the, the Islanders boys. Yep. This is where I'm at. This is where I'm going to be. This is where we're at. Um, we're feeling good, but we just need to get going. Now you mentioned it before, 
about your cheese cutter that you're wearing. Yeah. It's your Highlanders issue. Now, I always, I, you came in and we were like, oh, it's Tony Brown, and you know, yeah. giving you a bit of, bit of, bit of grief. But t- Tony always wears one. So is Tony wearing his? Is yeah, that, he is. Is that, that's yeah. his issue. That's his issue, yeah. Right. That's the issue. Okay. Well, everyone, you know, when, you, when you've played, um, you know, for the Highlanders, you get that, that uh, you know, get that responsibility and it's, it's uh, of being a, a former one. And, and um, you know, you, you do wear it with pride. And I remember going into the changing shed and getting it presented to me, you know, yeah. and, and, and it's a significant moment, um, you know. But he, he, he needs it just like I need it. I mean, he's hanging in there. You know, like it's, 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 well, you know, I don't, I don't think he's had any help. Right. But I tell you what, there's a reason he's wearing it. Yeah, right. You know? He hasn't gone down the dagger route, is what you're saying. I wouldn't like to. I mean, that, you know, I, I, I don't. Nor should he. Uh, to be fair, it wouldn't look look right. The dagger look on him. Uh, no. f- but but no. Look, I, Brownie. Brownie's is who he is, um, and I love the way that he approaches the game. And clearly, this group of of players is still working incredibly hard for them. But but he knows they need to find a little bit of magic. You know, a little bit of magic. Not suggesting it's your all black midfield, but for me. The form midfield of this season so far has been Thomas Umunga Jensen and Alex Nankerville. Yeah, it's interesting the, the the flexibility that Alex Nankerville has given the Chiefs. Yeah. Um, you know, and 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 you know, Thomas has shown some really good signs. But I, I think there's some, you know, I think that what he has done is he's he's shown what he's capable of. I always go Ricardo on a body of work. Yeah, it has to be an extended body of work before you. I start talking about the next level, because then you can trust that performance you're getting from that player. Talent's one thing, potential's one thing, but that body of work in games and back-to-back and back-to-back. I'm watching appearing at the Chiefs right now and Quintupaya and Anton Leonard-Brown who are putting together that body of work. Haven't seen Roger Tuovasa-Shek playing. Right? We haven't seen any consistency in the midfield for the Crusaders. Do like what the uh, Lester Whanganuku is bringing, though. Mm. Some serious power. Just not seeing him pass quite enough for me just yet. David Harvey, obviously in the mix, but for me, you know, Thomas is one of those players that come on, get you back out there. He said what eight games to go, maybe he picks up seven yep. if they get in, sneak into the playoffs somehow. But if he can find a body of work and build on what he's already done, maybe he gets back in that conversation. Yeah, maybe he does. This has been Super South Ricardo Paul and Jeff Wilson is with that you. That's us. Is that us done? Yeah, yeah Carmo's out there. He's 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 actually oh, get I, in. I bet you he is. <laughs> oh my lord, the Chiefs are on a roll now. Chiefs are on a roll. Oh, mate. So Super South with SBS Bank, your mutual bank since 1869. Convenient banking and 100% owned by our customers. Good stuff, Goldie. Great to be here once again. Mate, um, let's, let's, let's talk a W next week, eh? Let's talk a double. I like what you're saying. That's the lucky. Please be the lucky cheese cutter. Please be the lucky cheese cutter. I'll be wearing my blazer next week if we're no good. I'll have my tie on again when we used to have after match functions. Oh, oh mate, bring it on. Be like Harry Potter in the studio. Uh, be all on. Uh, if I need a magic wand, we're in trouble. <laughs> Up next is Chief Smarter with Ian Jones. Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal, or get a low maintenance Trex deck. The only colour fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.